Hello, CFI sweetheart. Welcome to episode 21 of the Coming For You podcast, aka CFI official podcast with me, your host, Maximiliana. And today we are switching our gears. And trust me, I am about to offer you a very delightful treat. I am very thrilled to have a very special guest today, my colleague Anya, joining us on this very episode. We are about to get on a journey of laughter, stories, and shared interest with this beloved colleague and a friend. Get ready to connect with us on a whole new level where we are exploring our world beyond work. First of all, please, um, can you please introduce yourself by your full name? Because, you know... <laughs> Come on, I want to hear you say it. You want my CFI sweethearts to laugh at me, yeah? <laughs> uh, no, I won't be that cruel. Um, thank you so much for having me. So I'm Anya Alexandrovna Sprinska. There you go. And I am so excited to be here today. And before we start anything at all, I just want to tell your listeners how hard you work on this podcast and all the love you put into it and how much you've told me about it and which makes me so even more happy to be here today. So thank you and you're very, very lucky. Thank you so much for saying that because now it's episode 21. Can you imagine that oh, if it was a child, 21 years old is a whole human being. So I'm like, I'm so successful right now. I've never felt so successful, Anya. This is the time where I feel so proud of myself, so delighted. I feel alive. I feel like I'm doing something tangible. Can you imagine? I'm so happy to hear that. And this is a beautiful 21. And you have so much to be proud of. I think we don't take enough time to recognize that. This is really, really interesting because one of the reasons why I came out with the idea of this podcast is because I really wanted to get something else to do, you know, apart from work. And you accepting to come to this episode is very, very inspiring. I have always wanted to welcome you to come to our podcast for any of the episode, but because we were very busy, we couldn't have a session earlier. But then now I'm excited that you are here. Me too, me too. And congratulations on passing the, the big step of 20. And I completely agree with you. It just gets so busy and we let things get in the way, which makes us forget sometimes, which is really important. Um, I can't think of a better way to spend a Friday, especially after this week, talking about every about work yeah and it's a new normal for us because uh, you know how fridays can be thinking of like going out very quickly after work and stuff like that so this is absolutely a new normal for me on a friday like this i would like to do something different you know <laughs> gone are those days <laughs> I completely agree. To be honest, I passed the stage of going out on Fridays. Fridays is for my blanket, my food, glass of wine sometimes. But I like my cozy Fridays, I have to say. And do you have any plans, for example, to travel to see your family and stuff like that? I do, actually. Um, I do. My family's traveling to me this weekend, but I'm also traveling a couple of weeks back to Brussels where half of my family is. And I'm very excited for that. I'm traveling for a couple of reasons. Um, so first of all, my friend just bought her new apartment, her very first you home. Joking. I you swear to God. <laughs> oh yeah. God. Big big life achievement that is the biggest achievement of them all absolutely i'm so proud of her and it means a lot to her as well and so she finally settled a little bit and she's gonna have a housewarming party and i just had to be there and 
coincidentally, we also started with that friend, my brother, my sister, my sister's best friend, a Dungeons and Dragons campaign. So I'm going there for the very first session. I don't know if you're a big fan of Dungeons and Dragons. I am trying to be, but I can't call myself a big fan, but I'm trying to be. <laughs> Are you very generous? You're very good. Um, I actually came to learn about Dungeons and Dragons through a podcast. So there you go. It's French. So perfect way to practice your French. Yeah, I've always been telling you, Anya, I think we can just take time to teach me French because the way I'm obsessed with French is not healthy. <laughs> it's healthy. It's beautiful language and you'll learn it in no time. Your accent is already perfect. Well, what do you have any French word that you use? Do you want to yeah. learn a French word? that you can use all the time? I don't have a different one. <laughs> that's a very important word. Um, oh my God, Anya, that's very exciting. I'm, I'm so glad that you are finally going to meet your friend and you are, your conversations are going to just be there about success, you know, the process, how the process can be. I know that the process of buying a house is a very long process. It can be very consuming. It's a big investment also. Absolutely. And I think it was a long time coming. There was, it's very hard for young people, I think, um, now to, to buy a home. And her partner's from Mexico, actually, and he moved to Belgium couple of years back and speaking of French he found learning French really challenging um took a lot of courses but it really takes this practice to learn um, are you are you planning on taking any courses to improve your already amazing French I think I'm just like your friend I am so hesitant to do that because of time you know mm -hmm. Um, yeah. it, it consume it can consume a lot of time and also money because I'll have to pay for those courses and I'm not sure I'm ready for now but yeah. uh, because I love it and I am so determined like I, at the end of the day I'll have to learn French and nowadays I have a few French friends and also I have a few friends that speak French you know what I mean mm -hmm. so I feel the need to do that to be honest but and Tracy my friend told me that she can show me good sites and good courses for that so I think it would be good personal development to be honest to be able to learn a new language and to be able to practice this because I, f I have friends including you Anya <laughs> I know we, we, never, we never speak but there you go whenever you do take that step um, don't hesitate to force me to speak French with you I actually realised my partner Ross I was recording a message for my sister and we usually speak French with my sister and Ross looked at me and he says why are you recording a message to your sister in English and I was like oh my god I'm forgetting my French I'm forgetting Getting my French, I'm not as comfortable in it anymore. So it's hard. It's really hard to learn a new language, but also to keep an old language alive. And it just takes so much of our energy and time. And I think don't be too hard on yourself, though, because I'm saying that because I'm really hard on myself in other areas that I'm really interested in doing and studying and training in. But we have so little energy left at the end of the day. It's a little money after feeding yourself and heating your homes <laughs> and Absolutely. buying secondhand right. clothes that um, we have to be good to ourselves and it has to be a pleasure and something we invest oh, in yeah. out of desire and something positive and not something we force ourselves into. I quite agree Anya because it can be very tricky as you said because I speak three languages, my Chaga language from the northern Tanzania and also Swahili language and English language and my dad and my mom usually speak to me with a that local language, Chaga language, and I find it very difficult to even respond to them very properly.
actually. So I understand where you are coming from in terms of uh, sometimes learning new language can be challenging and can impact other languages that you have in one Absolutely. way or another. What else do you enjoy? Uh, do you enjoy like movies and stuff like that? Because I feel like, do you know the the movie Barbie Anya? I remember you talked about yes. it. I actually also have another transition because I am wondering, is popcorn a thing when you watch movies back home? Is it like... Ah, God. <laughs> I mean, let me tell you, uh, actually, to be honest, even watching movies is, is, the, is the culture that we are adapting. We have inherited oral tradition from our ancestors, meaning how we share stories and how we share drama and theater and stuff like that. It's all about theater, drama, good music. But this watching movies in theaters, like the way we watch now with eating popcorns, is is a culture that we adapted. I mean, our culture mm-hmm. is oral tradition. Yeah. We sit down and people tell us story and there is where we learn and stuff like that. I think nowadays people, we, we, we have changed. You know, the world is one now. We've become one village, to be honest. Yeah, but, but I really, really honor the oral tradition. It's, it's beautiful. It's an amazing experience. Yeah, yeah. I'd exchange that over a movie anytime. I have to say, I, I went accidentally to a storytelling show years ago. Um, my mom booked it for my brother, who was a baby at the time. So it was for really young children. And she couldn't bring him anymore. So she forced me to go. And I was like, I don't want to go. This is boring. I'm not a kid. And I went to the show and I don't know what happened. It was incredible. The storyteller started talking and moving. And first of all, there were so many toddlers and they were all completely silent. But I was, and I was like, what, 15, 16? And I was awestruck. I I couldn't, I didn't see the time fly. It was the most incredible experience ever. And the story wasn't like that exceptional because obviously there was loads of young kids. But it's, it's a magic power that people have. And I think, like, don't get me wrong, I still love a good movie and some movies are just so powerful, but I don't like that we disregard everything that came before it. I don't think it's worth it. And I don't think we're realizing how valuable what we're discarding is um, mm, and what we're losing. Absolutely. And the movie Barbie that we're just saying, I think I remember when you watched it, you just came in the office and then while we're just saying, oh, how was your week? I said, oh, I watched the movie Barbie. And every... <laughs> Everyone was like pink in the road. Everybody was wearing pink. I'm like, what is going on? That marketing strategy really worked for the movie. I feel like it was just one hyped movie. Yeah. You know, you know, you know when people do their work, you don't, we are not disregarding their work, but I feel like it's, it's overrated. <laughs> I have to agree. I think the, the marketing actually worked against the movie. I think I would have liked it more if there was less hype about it. There was just too much. There was there was too much and they sold it as a feminist movie and feminism is about so much more than what they showed there. And like this, I don't get me wrong, I actually had loads of fun. Like uh, just as a movie, it's not an exceptional movie. It's a funny movie. I love the costume. I love the colors of it. But like the story wasn't particularly that amazing. I don't think it was revolutionary in terms of feminism. Uh, no. Go Greta because oh she got like, huge money and that's so good for her because there's not enough women directors. But at the same time, though, I had a really good experience, like all the Barbie movie uh, parties, sorry, coming out and people being just so happy to become a child almost again during a night out and listen to songs that are like really old. And there was a lot of 
kindness and love and safe spaces. And I don't know how those are linked, but it's definitely interesting that those were correlated. And a pity that it was due to more consuming, more new clothes that are you're going to throw away in a day. But yeah. yeah. Believe me, when they were advertising the movie, when I, I met like over a conversation with other friends, they would mm-hmm. ask me, did you play with a doll, Bobby? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I was just looking at her and I was like, oh, which doll? And then she was like, I, I, said, I said, no, there's no doll. We come out with our own things, creating our own things when I was a child. We build our own houses. We build our own, we create our own dolls. We were very innovative growing up. I didn't see any doll growing up. And now I'm realizing that it's it's good that I didn't. Did you hear what they said about Barbie dolls? That they don't have enough space in their chest and waist to have organs. So like to, like girls grew up thinking oh this is what a beautiful because they're aesthetically you know that's what's pretty or technically speaking no, pretty it, but sad. that body wouldn't have space to have a chest or a heart or or lungs or a stomach <laughs> it is outrageous they think that movie is diverse enough but it's not yeah it's not not every child needed it growing up absolutely and they and they frame it as if it is they frame it i feel as it oh my god barbie is this universal experience and it yeah, absolutely it's not, is. it's not a universal experience absolutely yeah. not take it from me <laughs> <laughs> what did you play growing up what do you remember like one game that really really loved as i told you trust me even one of my sister now has a scar on her leg because we were we were building houses my brother i and my other siblings were building actual houses and we were staying in the houses so because we use a lot of woods and stuff like that when my mother comes or one of my aunties comes and then we already collected and moved all the woods and all the i don't know stuff say okay return them Richard, because we were actually building things when we were very very little That's so, so the, the, the type of games I used to play they were actual things like actual creative things creating things building things I remember we were selling shops growing up like pretending selling shops doing business oh I did that you know? too <laughs> absolutely yeah. I did that. that's why in, in my country they say people from the north they like business they are so good at business they are so smart blah 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 but I think it's also coming from the very very beginning when we were young what kind of games do you play what do you do in your community we were and then you know what was money on our games we were using the leaves of the tree so the small leaves is a small amount of money big leaf is a big amount of money so we were selling different things it, it was fun those are the games i used to play when when i was growing up I have, I'm having this realization in the past couple of months when maybe the movies I'm watching or the TV shows I'm watching uh, or talking to people and seeing children on the street. But I feel so sad because I remember being so happy as a child of being outside all the time, building stuff, playing cards. We would, like you said, we would build little like houses in the gardens and We'd play cards and we'd invent adventures. I remember we were playing the most, like, I don't know how I still remember it, but I remember pretending we had this very elaborate stories with secret languages. We would run in buildings with my friend and we would hide. And we got into so much trouble, but so much fun. And now it's all TikTok and Snapchat and video games and Don't get me wrong, there's so many interesting things happening, but there's this connection. I was watching 
Buffy. Have you ever seen Buffy against the vampires? TV show? No, 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 no. Oh, no. I'll tell you all about it at work next week. But okay. uh, there was this, and it's our employer won't see us. Every during lunchtime, we'll say it's work related. We'll say it's very important for work. Um, but the TV show is set in the '90s, and already in the '90s, there's this guy who's supposed to be old in the show, and he's talking about how he's worried for the generation because the first computers are arriving, and he's like, "What is it that you said?" It's like I'm terrified because one day human there won't be any humans talking to each other, just computers sending emails to other computers. And I looked at Ross, and I was like. Oh my God, this is literally what our lives are like. There's no, we don't call, we don't pick up the phone to call people anymore or write letters. Or I remember as a kid, you would call, I would call my neighbor and be like, what are you doing now? It's like nothing. I would just come downstairs and play with them. You don't do that. Sorry, this is rambling because I don't know what it is, but it's just something that I feel so strongly and it makes me really sad. So I wonder yeah, if other yeah. people feel the same way. Yeah, the way kids grow nowadays is very different from our generation. But anyway, uh, so Anya, maybe I think maybe we can also talk about one last thing before we close the episode. How do you make sure that other interests are prevailing in your life? For example, uh, art. I saw you were the other day we were talking about how you like art, drawing, animation. and I also saw you are account on instagram about ads yes thank you thank you yes um well how to balance these things and interest is very hard especially with a dog um because she takes like 90 percent of my life and i don't have children but my dog is the center of my life and maybe that's unhealthy but <laughs> that's things that i'll unpack with my therapist maybe and um well, I think it's really, really hard to be creative. And I think I talked about it earlier. Like, oh, yes, when we we're talking about personal development. And I think that's part of it. And it's sad because your work is just taking the central part of your life, your work and your laundry and your cooking and your everything takes over your health and your creativity. Like at the end of the day, I'm just so tired. I don't want to do anything. I'm just collapsing and opening my phone or opening my television. And I feel worse afterwards when all I want to do is draw or learn how to use a new software to draw better or different things. And this is why I think I said in the beginning of the podcast, I am so impressed and you so deserve everything you've achieved and you deserve to feel proud because it's so hard and it takes so much discipline to make that space in your life. I'm really excited about my Instagram page. And um, yeah, if you want to share a link, if it's possible, that would be amazing. But it's hard to, to do that. Like if you look at my Instagram page and my posts, I have this one or two weeks where I post stuff all the time and it makes me so happy. And I think this is making me so happy. I'm definitely going to continue doing it. And then something happens, work is really busy or I'm traveling or I'm meeting friends and I'm really tired for a whole week and I stop doing it. And it's hard to get back into it. And if you don't have the discipline and only by doing it more and more and more do you learn and does it get better and better and better. And I don't know how, if you have a secret, please share it with me because I don't know how to dedicate more time and space for something that I actually love so much and that makes me so happy. How do you do it? Uh, okay. <laughs> the secret is very simple, to be honest. And I don't think it's a secret anymore. So how I do it is that I, I start sacrifice other things there is no way you are going to be able to do all of the things that you used to do 
before dedicating yourself to your hobby so or other interests like drawing is a thing for example me podcasting right now i had to stop doing other things that were not important to me that's how i do it maybe going out every weekend with friends i don't do that anymore i i love my friends so much <laughs> don't, don't 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 get me wrong mm-hmm. i call them we talk here and there but also i love my my friends because they understand me i told them my priorities have changed and they accommodate that change um which i really appreciate they know nowadays max love running and she's very keen to do that they know i don't i don't want to drink anymore so they don't welcome me to drinks they respect that and they don't and i find it so fascinating makes me happy my friend loves me still i still go out with mm-hmm. them once in a while the sacrifice i do is that i stop doing the things that i used to do so that's how i do it and did you find did was it hard in the beginning and did it get easier or was it always really easy no it's not always easy because as a human you get used to the things and stopping them is it's usually very difficult do you know how hard it is to say no to your friends yeah i do especially <laughs> when you me you miss them and especially when you used to have a lot of fun it's not like i used to be bored no i i, I used to have a lot of fun but so changing that is just very complicated but you know i compose myself and say no i don't need to do that anymore it's fine you know as long as yeah. I, at the end of the day my friends do understand me why 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 don't i understand myself if my <laughs> friends understand me they gave me that courtesy of understanding me so i have to extend myself that grace you have to give yourself grace it takes time it's going to take like one month two months to stop other things and try to focus to do other things i like that i'm going to i'm going to make an effort i'll you inspire me yeah <laughs> it's not yes. going to i agree though it's not going to be easy but like you say the the real friends the real people who matter will understand and support you and help you they'll help you make space for in life for what's important so mm, absolutely anyway thank you very much anya for this conversation it was very random but very beautiful at the same time i enjoyed it i enjoyed it it feels so good thank you for creating that space and for inviting me actually i ramble a lot so it was a risky risky decision but thank no, you for your trust my cfi sweethearts really love every guest that i i invite because they trust me they know i can't bring something weird they know everything <laughs> is neat it's good you know <laughs> so you have a wonderful audience i have i believe so yeah thank you for coming and uh if i invite you next time please don't hesitate to come you are welcome anytime thank you <laughs> yeah, i definitely yeah. will <laughs> yeah so thank you so much for those who have been listening to this episode from the beginning of this episode to the end um for those who have not subscribed to our youtube channel please do so because you really validate our work thank you so much and see you next time sweat show your sweat